Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, everyone. Here we are back in episode seven. Eight. Eight. <laughs> we literally. You got it right in my head. We literally. You're like, because. Let me start over. Let we were getting over. ready to start this thing, and I was like, is this this is episode seven? And he goes, no, man, it's eight. We've got three more to do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, I'm like, oh. and I had to go check. And, oh, yeah, that's right. It is episode eight. Start that over? No, we're in it. Are we're in it, in it, man. We're sure? in it. We are committed. We are okay. committed. All right. Well, episode eight coming to you here. What would you call this? The studio. Would you call? It we'll just studio? call it the studio. Okay. Because we are technically in a studio. I guess we would be, wouldn't we? So, huh? Uh, here in the studio. So, uh, well, Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm worried about Brandon. He doesn't know where he is. I have no <laughs> idea where I am. This is a. Uh, unique... I mean, we we make shows and videos in here. I would call it a studio. Plus this pot, we've done this. We've done every episode of, of this podcast right. in this room. So, not a whole lot of people know about besides the community of Asheville, really. Well, even then, a lot of people in the community go, "Where do y'all make that?" Right. A yeah. lot of a lot of them don't know we make it in the school. That's the that's the crazy thing. Right. Right. Dead center in the middle of the school. I actually, mean, yeah. We are technically in the middle of the school. Anyway, not that y'all wanted to hear about that. Uh, um, so I'm going to go ahead. How. We haven't recorded a, a podcast in a while. The last one we re- recorded was the vacation episode. That was kind of a while ago, in good. in real time. Yeah, a couple couple weeks or more. In in listener time, it's only going to be two weeks ago. But in our time recording these things, it was kind of a while ago. So, what's been going on with you since then, man? Uh, nothing much. I mean, we're still working. Uh, we've I have a travel basketball team that I coach. We have kicked it off. It was right after June fifteenth, that weekend. Uh, yeah, where everything in the state kind of opens back up, gym wise and ac- activities of those sorts. So, we uh, played last weekend and uh, got second place. Awesome, man! Congrats in, in our division. Uh, really proud of the boys and what they're accomplishing. Um, That's big we, news. Yeah, we hadn't had a low, whole lot of uh, practice time because we we haven't had access to a gym a whole lot. So we've been practicing actually at my house. I've got a in the driveway. Yeah, in the driveway. I've got a good little section. The driveway's pretty pretty good size as far as um, shooting any sort sort of basketball or doing anything like that. And um, so we've we've been practicing there, but it haven't it hasn't given us a full. Uh, we can't emulate the full court stuff, of, of course, and you can't emulate game speed. Yeah. You know, it actually put us in you know great shape. So the very first game we played uh, last weekend, whew, it was rough. COVID's uh, had an impact, basically. Yeah, so we 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 struggled. You know, not for not for you know some of the other teams though. They got actually facilities to themselves where they can practice, so they're. They're ready to go. I'm telling you, man. You just need to build you a, your own gym because those are cheap. I'm I'm waiting on you, Nick, <laughs> to make the big bucks, and then I dude, I just, don't. Oh, I don't know where you think I'm gonna make them. I'm I'm a teacher, and well, like I do and a I, podcast day, on the side that, that very few people listen yeah. to. So, and, and I do that with you. So if we if I make it big on this podcast. You make it big too. So <laughs> I mean, I can see in the near, you know, in the future, Wilson's. Um, filming uh, of some sort. Uh, Wilson video. Studios or Wilson, Wilson Productions. Something. Yeah, we're going to rival Disney. Yeah, there you go. Wilson yeah, Production. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just waiting on that. That'll be the day. Look, I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to try to do that. Yeah. And I do want to be as successful, maybe not as big, but as successful as Disney Studios. 
but that we are a long way away from that. There's well, going to be a lot of patience involved. There's nothing so, wrong with dreaming. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. So when you when you do hit that stage and you get to that point, just a little bit of chunk that you that well, I'll you just build get. one at my place I mean, and just, just give you a key. It's like you know a what percentage. I mean? I'll just build one at my place and give you a key. That's that's true. Okay. Um, that way you don't even have to take care of it. Right. You just right. You just come show up, do your thing, and leave. No, I think one day we will. One day we'll have one for that that type of stuff. But for the meantime, we we struggled in the first game that we actually played. But the last two games that we played that weekend, we uh, we won both of them and uh, played really well. Uh, and we actually have two games tonight up in Coleman. You're leaving here, and you're not going straight there. You've got to do some other stuff, but you're basically s- getting ready to go yeah. coach some ball. Yep, that's it. So, What's the name of the team? What are y'all? Uh, just Asheville. The, 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 the Asheville Spartans. Uh, well, we the call Asheville. dogs. The we, dogs. You know, we spell it out. D-A-W-G-S. D-A-W-G-S. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, we've we've been having fun with it. We're probably only probably gonna do this tournament that we're playing tonight, and then maybe one more after that, and then call it call it a summer. You know, yeah. cause uh, we got football coming up, and I'm we're doing a lot with it. But uh, well, that's yeah. awesome, man. So you've been you've been fairly busy, I guess. Is yeah, with the, that and work, and that's pretty much it, really. Yeah, uh, I've been at work. Since the last episode, that's pretty much been it. It's been workouts nonstop. Yeah, y'all cranking up. Also. Well, I say nonstop, three days a week. But you know, people, does it just amaze you sometimes at how little people know or how little they're observant? You know, so Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays we work out. I get here at about nine o'clock. Yeah. On Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays. And it's full force from 9 to 9. Really, yeah. even after 9. Right. So Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, I'm almost guaranteed to work a 12-hour day. Right. And a lot of people go, well, what, well so what, what do you do? Because workouts don't start until 5 and go from 5 to 8.30. And we have two groups. First group, 5 to 6.30. Second group, 7 to 8.30. And a lot of people go, well, what, what do you do before 5 o'clock? Why do you have to be there at 9? What requires your attention from 9 to 4, 9 to 4.30? Yeah. Well, there's a, this thing called grass that has to be cut. Mm-hmm. You know, there are staff meetings that have to be held. There are facilities improvements that have to be made. There are community events that have to be held and planned. Yep. Uh, there are spirit packs that have to be ordered and designed and handled. There are meetings that have to be held with equipment representatives, apparel representatives, and not just for football. This, this, I'm, I'm. This is for. I am a football coach, but yeah. I'm also an athletic department wide. Mm-hmm. I have a position within the athletic department that requires me to pay attention and provide services for other athletic teams on campus. So I'm fairly busy throughout the day, usually at a computer or hanging out in a meeting talking, trying to get something taken care of, or on the phone, or sending emails, or writing POs. Anyway, so I've been fairly busy, and then Wednesdays is my meeting day. So Monday, Tuesday, workout. Wednesday, I've got meetings, because we've got Dog Talk Season 3 coming up. And we've been planning that basically since Season 2 ended abruptly. Right. We've been pretty much planning Season 3, and I've got a meeting tomorrow about it. Yeah, And then, you know, we're getting ready for football. We've already had two or three staff meetings. We've got another staff meeting coming up this week, sadly, that I'm going to have to miss because I'm going on vacation again. On vacation, yeah. <laughs> I'm going, going to the down beach. to, to uh, uh, last episodes talk about what you like the most, and that was the beach. Yes. and Well, and not by much, just yeah, a little bit over the mountains, but, but I'm I'm going to – the Gulf this time. I'm not going to North Carolina or the Atlantic. I'm going yeah. to the Gulf of Mexico. I'm going to put my toes in the water, butt in the sand, and a cold water in my hand. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's an homage yeah, to Zach Brown, by the way. I don't, I don't think way. a lot of people understand how much goes into um, what, you're, what you're doing you know, each well, and every day. Well, and, I think it to bounce off what you've been talking about, people don't understand what goes into travel ball youth ball 
because you're in both of those worlds. Yeah. You know, you're doing travel basketball right now. You're getting ready to roll, to ramp up youth football and youth basketball after that, which you have a heavy hand in around here. And people don't understand, you know, they just want to come to a game on a Friday night or to a basketball game on a Tuesday night and they want to go, okay, let's win a state championship. They don't want to acknowledge or observe all the hard work that gets put into it in the summer. I mean, we had, you had a youth league football meeting a week ago? Yes. A week and a half ago? Yeah, a week and a half ago. And I showed up to, because our head coach couldn't be there, and so kind of as the chief of staff, I was sent as the, the varsity football representative to address any concerns that those youth league guys had at the varsity level anyway and so you know that was a what two hour meeting pretty much yeah you know two hour meeting and that's not the only meeting that you guys have had or will have oh before the season gets here most people people just they don't you know hey let's just show up and go watch the game or hey let me show up and let me criticize every single aspect about how this whole operation is done but the only thing i'm willing to contribute uh is my opinion and not my wallet or my time. Right. Exactly. You know, I, I love those people. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. We, we've gone on a serious digression, yeah. but I'm going to finish this rabbit hole out if, if you'll, if you'll no, no, go let ahead. me hey, rant. Go ahead. I'm with you, brother. You know, it's one of those things. It, it gets on my nerves because there are always those people that come to something or go watch something after months or years of being worked on get unveiled. Mm-hmm. And they're always the first to go. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it that way. Oh, really? Well, why weren't you there in the first place? <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. Because you were on your pontoon boat on the river, or you were down at the beach, or you were over out here hunting, or you were over here fishing, or you were over here spending time with your family. While I and the rest of the team that made whatever happen happen, whether it's a football game or an event or a or a shirt design or a TV show while we were making all that happen and sacrificing our time with our families. You were over there enjoying your time with your family, doing everything that you were doing that you wanted to do. Well, I was over here putting my hard work and sweat into this thing only to, to release it out there for the world for you to criticize when you had every opportunity to either put money towards its development or time. Yeah. And that's another thing that I hate. People think, Oh, well, I ain't made of money like all these other folks. Well, that doesn't matter. Neither am I. Right. What did I give? I sacrificed my time to make it happen. You could sacrifice your time if you don't have money. Yeah. I think, anyway, no. It, it's I, just people that want to criticize. I understand. And look, and I've been don't want to help. I I've been one of them people before. To be honest, I think we all have. We all have at some point. And, and that's then, bad. But yeah, yeah. And I think um, like okay, let's just talk about just maybe just taking pictures. Well, there's a process, uh, you know, of, of setting yourself up to Absolutely. do that type yeah. of work and everything. And you don't think about all that. People, you don't really have a clue of, you know, uh, what you got to do to to mentally set yourself up to what you're to what you're actually taking pictures of yeah. and the action and what's going on. It's little stuff like that. Because we don't think of it in that way. It's like, hey, man, he's just taking pictures. That's all he's doing, you know, type stuff. Yeah. But, but it's, actually, it's more than that. There's more of a process to it. And same with the thing with everything else. Yeah. So, well, that's like people. When you, yeah, when you talk about people like in that in that in that way, then you don't have a consideration or of uh, uh, thinking in that. Hey, there's actually a process. Just about everything that we do, if you think yes. about it, there's a process yes. everybody has, and it takes, like you just said, it takes time there's and multiple time. people. Multiple usually, people, yes. So. Like right now, we're working on we're working on doing some things for the athletic department and specifically for the football team that aren't gonna that the public that re- even you I can't tell you about it that you guys won't see until football season. Yeah. But we're working on it, and we've actually been working on it for about a month now. So that I can't I can't tell you how many hours. I've put into this. I mean, yesterday. So yesterday was Friday. Okay. Yeah. I was here for about six hours yesterday. And and all, the only thing I worked on, for I was here longer than that, but for six hours, all I did was work on that. Yeah. From right, I got in, 
I came to work, got some other stuff done, some paperwork I needed, I needed to do, went to lunch, came back an hour later, got got back in to work at about 12.30, and from 12.30 to 6.30, it was nothing but, but this, this project that we're working on. And I know, <laughs> I know that when we unveil this thing, yeah. it's going. there's going to be somebody out there. There's going to be somebody out there that goes, what is that? Why are they doing that? Where's this coming from? Why didn't they do it this way? Blah, 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 blah. You know what? Hey. Everyone if, has if, an opinion. If Everyone you Absolutely. A, and guess what? We live in a country where they're entitled to that opinion. No doubt. But that doesn't mean that I have to care about it. Yeah, that's true. Sorry if that sounds a little too harsh. but Because you're putting in the work to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, it, and, and it's another thing for me to consider your opinion if you work or a part of the program in some aspect, or you donate your time or your money in some way. But if you just sit back and you're one of those armchair supporters, armchair quarterbacks, armchair armchair generals, whatever you want to call them, you know, that just sits back and, and only commands or leads from behind a keyboard or, you know... At, on a bleacher I'm seat. Sorry, people, we leave no bounds on this episode. That's Look, for sure. <laughs> I'm bringing it hot and heavy, man. I'm just speaking. I'm speaking hey, what I think needs to be said. In my analysis, I feel like is true. I feel like there are people like this in every organization, in every community, yeah, in me, every me and you've talked facet about of life. This. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we. And for some reason, I just felt like I needed to vocalize this this episode. Not yeah. that this is what the episode is about. This is what it's all about. But you anyway. Talk, or go home. That's right. And and guess what? You and I are talking. That's it. And if you don't want to listen to this, you can go on home. That's right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and with that being said, don't forget to uh, review, rate, and subscribe. Right, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't forget to do all that stuff while you're listening. No, look, look, I'm, I'm going to shut up. I just, I really didn't plan on saying any of that. I had a whole different, and if you look at my notes on my phone, I had a whole different conversation that you and i were going to well, have i think but our passion anyway. comes from that we care so much yes. about our school and we want to do the best we possibly can for it and well that goes with anything we do yeah anything that's that's right so i think you know that's just where I, I can as you're talking i hear passion yes okay that's all i hear so i mean and i get it there's other people who are not as passionate as we are, yes, but they still want to have their opinion in it. Yes, you know, and yes. I think, um, I think that's where me and you come from. And you know, and, and I'm going to pose a question to the people that are listening. Do you guys think that those people, whether they're less passionate or just lazy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should they have a voice? Right. You know, I I know the answer, and I think based on everything that I just spewed forth. Uh, my answer would surprise a lot of people, and I'm not going to give you my answer. We'll talk about it once we turn the mics off, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that people that don't put in the effort, don't put in the time, don't put in the money still deserve to have their opinions heard and their opinions validated, or do you think that their opinions don't matter? Uh, I, I know I have an answer to that question. I'm not going to throw it out there. You can throw yours out there if you want to, Brandon, but I think that's a good that's a good question to end that segment of the podcast on before we transition to, to what we got next. I think, real quick, I'll, make, I'll say yeah, this. Yeah, go ahead. I'll say this. I think for me and you, because we are passionate about what we're, what we're doing for our school, that we try to listen to every opinion, regardless of how much time you put in or money or, you know, whatever. And we listen, you know, if you're on that side of it, who don't put a lot of time and money to, into what we're passionate about, or if you're the other person who does put a lot of time and money, but you still want to listen to every opinion that that comes about. But from there, you try to make the best decision that you think is possible for what you're passionate about. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's tough. Everybody's got you know different looks on it, different different stuff. But but the, this episode, we were going to try to get into talking about. Cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, this episode is sponsored by Ford. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's not. They uh, Alex would be mad about that. They don't well, they don't know that we exist. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, so this episode we're gonna talk about our favorite cars, car culture in America, what we grew up knowing about cars. 
Well, it's I funny. Mean, we we just you know we we got lunch before we came over here. Yeah, so I recorded. We it. ate lunch with your dad, Mickey, and we had an, a car show right. that was being uh, done right but right next to where we were eating at. Uh, didn't know that that was happening. No, didn't know it was happening, and it was just kind of funny that we show up and. Yeah, I looked at you and I said, "Man, this is kind of funny that we're about to go recording a podcast episode about right. cars, and we show up to this restaurant and there's a car show going on." Which I love. I love car shows. I love. Uh, for me, uh, I like. You know, I I was born in '84. Great year. Yes, yes, '80s. Solid, Great decade. Solid decade. You know, all the I've way said that multiple times on this oh, podcast. Yeah. Great decade. Um. But I was probably, you know, more of, you know, I was. I mean, I was growing up in the 90s, so I didn't have a whole lot of memory of the 80s, maybe till late 80s there a little bit. But anytime I saw a, a classic car of some sort, that always kind of um, was my genre and fired me up. Any type of muscle car of some sort, a Camaro, a Nova, uh, any anywhere along them lines, I was that that was my top car. So, I guess that kind of is a good segue into my first question to you in this whole car conversation. What's your favorite type of car? And by type, I mean I guess I guess model maybe truck, car, SUV. You know what? What do you find yourself? leaning towards the most when you look at whether it's new cars or classic cars well i guess it depends on what age i was at certain points in time uh because i know you've got well y'all don't y'all don't have a car do you what what you could consider a sedan right y'all don't have a you you and you and your wife amanda y'all don't own a car car no you've got trucks and suvs and vans and vans like I just said, when I was a kid, the muscle car era, you know, sixty anywhere from fifty, sixty to seventies area right there, that that was probably what I liked the most seeing because they're just cool looking, um, usually very loud. They have a nice with sound. A, um, very uh, strong horsepower engine in it. Yeah, uh, three fifty or plus <laughs> sitting inside. As I got older. Trucks were probably more, you know, you know, you start to like them. Look, I liked them as a kid, but as you get older, when you, especially when you start to get to the driving age, you like a lot of trucks that you're seeing because, you know, usually your parents are not going to let you drive a pretty fast uh, muscle car of any type, you know, right off the bat to start off with. Keep it cautious. I started yeah. driving a straight shift. Little S ten straight shift when you know was my first first vehicle. So, um, so once you get that out of the way, you know you know your parents are not going to let you have any type of fast car. Or you start looking at trucks that you know that you kind of like, or you you're going to look the vehicles that you kind of want and like. So trucks were around that that area. Um, what was it like learning to drive straight shift before you? before you got an automatic vehicle the straight shift was to me were you in the minority amongst your friends in terms of driving a manual transmission no i don't think i was i I mean grant this was the 90s i've got i've got to well i've got to give myself context this would have been early 2000s okay gotcha okay i didn't get my i got my license actually the year of 2000 2000 okay yeah um no, I mean there were some other 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 classmates who had straight shifts. I can't. I mean I couldn't tell you the you know percentage of who had what, but the straight shift was cool to me. Just shifting period, that was cool to me. I, I don't know why. I think it the, the the manual transmission part of it just you wanted to. I wanted to learn how to drive that because i thought if i learned how to drive a straight shift i can drive anything yeah you can't yeah so uh that was my aspect of it 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 was 
Now I had some stories. Now was um, it hard to learn? I've got I've got stories of when I learned, and it's very different from how you learned. But uh, I would say hard. I wouldn't say hard. It was just you know, take you a little while. Look, if 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 you can't find them, grind them. You know, so I mean, <laughs> you can't, dude. I grinded some. Let me just oh, tell no you. No doubt. No doubt. I'm so. gonna go ahead and admit it. I I've done, pl- and let's see. I so I didn't learn how to drive a manual until I was 20 years old. 21 yeah. years old. Yeah. I was in college, and one of my college friends. No. She offered to teach me, and I said no. I'm good. And then immediately I like over break or something I was at the house and I'm like look I gotta learn how to drive one because I can't have friends at college call me out on not knowing I'm supposed to be this country to country boy right and here's this you know this chick from Ohio and this guy from Illinois who, who both know how to drive stick shift and they're going you're from Alabama you don't know how to <laughs> of course I didn't talk like that you're from Alabama and you don't know how to drive a, you know a stick right. shift so right uh I I started out when I turned 16, I had an automatic 94 Ford F-150. Yeah. Had that for a year, and then mom Ford and dad F-150. got... Ford F-150. Ford F-150, 94, single cab, XLT. Four-wheel drive? No. No, just... Two, two-wheel drive. Two-wheel drive. Still, though. It's And we truck. still have it. We still have it. It's yeah. got 400,000 miles on it. That truck will last you forever. It's still going. Yeah. There's some, some odds and ends on it that don't you know work like they were intended anymore but that's okay you know it's it's still getting us there so after that when i turned 17 my parents got me i wanted an suv yeah something that was significantly more fuel efficient because the deal was mom and dad were like hey we'll get you a car and we'll pay the insurance but we're not paying for gas money you figure that out right well I was working for the football team at the time here at the high school when I turned 16, and that job did not pay anything at all. Yeah. yeah. I almost think it's it was illegal how little they were paying me. Yeah. So I hated driving that truck because the only place I could afford to drive to in that vehicle was to school and home, to school and back. And yeah. so Because it got 15 miles to the gallon. Right. So I wanted something more fuel efficient, something that would last me a long time, wouldn't be expensive to maintain and what did mom and dad they got me a honda crv which i'm still driving to this day i'm still driving that car hey yeah. look it's paid off look it gets 26 miles yeah. to the gallon and it's a honda it's going it's going to last until last somebody shoots it right you know or the wheels fall off right so I've, I've tried to take care of it it's had a few cosmetic issues that i've had to handle but no engine trouble you know knock knock on yeah. wood so you keep all changed and exactly you're good yeah so i i've been exposed to way more automatic vehicles than manual transmission vehicles learned how to drive a manual haven't driven one in a while i actually bought one not too long ago at an 88 suzuki samurai five speed four-wheel drive it was so much fun to drive an 88 what now suzuki suzuki samurai Okay. So it was Suzuki's Jeep competitor. Yeah. Wrangler competitor. Yeah, I've seen those. Very fun to drive. It was yeah. lifted, had 35s on it, very top heavy because they didn't extend the they didn't extend the tires out, they didn't extend the, the carriage out at all. Yeah. So it was still as narrow as it had been in stock, but it was just lifted, so it was just taller and yeah. sitting on those huge 35-inch tires. So it was a little top-heavy, couldn't go quick around some turns, but it's been so long since I've driven a a manual, I don't, I I think I'd I'd grind some before I really figured out the rhythm of it again, you know, if I were to hop into one today. So, but I think it's almost like a, a rite of passage to learn how to drive a manual. Yeah. Um, at least in America. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Or in the South, anyway. So your mom and dad made you, you had to go pay for your own gas. You had to, when did oh, you start driving? Oh, yeah. I turned 16 in 2000 and, 
When did I turn 16? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't remember. Well, that would have been 2012. Yes. Okay. 2012, yeah. Yeah. So, gas was... I was a sophomore. Gas was high. Very high. G- I know. I, the reason I say that, Dad, Dad and he... He he always paid for my gas. <laughs> you and you were driving but, a manual, so it was it was well, very fuel well, this efficient. This was another too. thing I'm thinking of. That 2000, you're talking about gas being just very a cheap. little bit over a dollar. I that can, could give me a ten dollar bill, <laughs> and it'd fill up my truck. So especially in that S10. So, um, yeah, and I mean, you fill up the entire truck, and yeah. I and I'm good for a long time. You know. I think gas in Asheville right now, I think the worst it got, it got just over $4 a gallon. There, oh, I remember There for that. a while. Yeah. But Every, now it's it 182 a gallon. 189 It just went Depends up again. On, yeah. it, it did bottom out at like 151 or something like that. Oh, my gosh. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Does but he yeah, know? So, so I was, I didn't intend to get a truck. That was manual. My actually, my it papa, just happened. Well, my papa Beck had it, and he had bought it because he was always selling and buying trucks and stuff. So he had the truck, and that kind of surprised me with it when I, you know, when I after I turned sixteen. In a way, he's, he's like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, this is your truck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get because I wanted it because it was a good looking S10 at the time, but it was manual. But I didn't plan on, you know, learning manual. It just happened. Yeah. So dad, dad taught me. And um, the more, you know, I was driving to, from home to school every morning, the more I, the more I drove, the better I got. So. Um, Did you ever stall out anywhere? Oh, yes. All the time? All the time. Come to a red light, stop sign. Did you forget to hold the clutch in, braking? Uh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was it, the biggest thing for me when I learned. Yeah. Hey, you're you're about to break. You better you better hold that clutch in, brother. Are you gonna stall out? So. Quick quick story. So I was on my. This was when I was playing. It was my junior year. So yeah, when I was driving, I had played a basketball game one night. You know, basketball games end around, I guess between nine and ten o'clock. So I'm getting home late. So I, I I'm I go home. I get home and I forgot my my textbooks i had a test the next day oh yeah and i was like oh man i got it that's no boy got to go back so i go back get my textbooks but as i get out of my truck and i'm in a rush i uh leave my truck in neutral no yeah and where our parking lot is you know now where the bottom parking that wasn't even there here at the high school so all that was was field and trees. And so I leave my truck in neutral. You didn't put the parking brake on. I didn't put the parking brake oh, on. Oh, man. I go in there, and I remember uh, a, f- a friend of mine, uh, Joel Cash, he was the, um, you know, one of the guys who, who went here at Asheville. He said, hey, man, your truck just rolled down the hill. <laughs> and I'm that like, casually? He's like, hey, yeah, he was like, he's, hey. yeah, he was, he was really, he's like, hey, your truck just rolled down the hill. Yeah, he wasn't like just, you know, hey, oh man, my your truck, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. He was like, hey man, your truck just rolled down the hill. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it's down the hill. And I think he hit a tree. Oh, Brandon. and so I go outside and it has smacked. He has rolled down the no. hill and it has smacked the tree. And I'm like, <laughs> the only thing I think of, like, dad is going to kill me. He's going to kill the me. The front end. Oh, I drove front that thing first. Home. I drove it home. Did- <laughs> I drove it home. So it still worked? I pull up. Nick, it didn't bust I the radiator in our driveway where, we, where mom and dad live now. And it is just leaking radiator fluid. Okay, I was about to say. Everywhere. It didn't get hot going home? I, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> and I pull up. I was like, uh, yeah, I need you to come outside. And he looks at it. And he's like, what, what did you do? Uh, you know, you're just casual living in neutral. Let it roll down a hill and smack a tree. And uh, I can hear him now saying that. You know what? He didn't get. He wasn't like furious. That is. Yeah. He wasn't like over the top. Like okay, just frustrated. Oh well. So I mean, we'll get it fixed, and he did. 
got it fixed for me. And um, anyway, so that's my story with with Emmanuel. Um, not too well, long I mean, I got one. If if you had your choice, what what is your favorite car? Like, what would you have wanted to be your first car? What what is your dream car? Technically, those are all three different questions, but I guess you can kind of work around them. Dad had a Chevy Nova that he had bought when I was probably mid, somewhere in the mid nineties, and it had a three fifty in it. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, you know, shiny looking Nova or at that. It was, I think it was a, I think it was a Nova Coupe, if I'm not mistaken. It was just you had your regular two seats up front, and but it had a, you know. Had a back seat in the back, but it was a back seat bench, I guess you would say. Not necessarily a full size no, sedan. No, and with a full size back seat. The thing it had no muffler on it. Oh what? Oh, once you got it, you're rattle you're just rattling your ears. I mean, just I love that car. So my dream car, and I I've always told my wife this too, if if I get one one day, it's gonna be a Chevy Nova. Maybe not a coupe, but it's going to be a Chevy. No. So that's your dream car. Yeah, that's your favorite car. That's my favorite car. Yeah. Oh, that's surprising. Of course, I, I've never heard that story. So, but, but that's, I mean, you know that that's got some sentimental value to you. So I can understand that. My so my dream car, my favorite car, I think would have to be. I've got my grand my grandfather, my grandparents have a they've got a nineteen eighty I believe it's an eighty five Volkswagen T two no it's a T three, excuse me, Vanagon built in West <laughs> Germany. Yeah. And like if you look at the at the at all the instructions on the door panel and everything, you know, yeah. all those warnings and whatever, it's all in German. Yeah, that Joker is brown as brown can get. Inside, yeah. the carpet's brown, the seats are brown, the dash is brown, the outside paint is brown. The hubcaps were brown, but they've replaced those since then. Anyway, it's got a four-cylinder air-cooled engine in the back, and it's got room in it for days. You could live in this Joker. It seats seven. Yeah, sliding door on one side. The gas. <laughs> The gas intake where you put gas uh-huh. in is right next to, on the passenger side, underneath the passenger seat. What else is under the passenger seat? The battery. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be, wouldn't it? So, you know, not necessarily built for safety, okay? You know, having the battery right next to the gas intake isn't the most safe place to put the battery, but... It's one of those cars that looks so strange and so odd, but it's so fun to drive. Right. It's so fun to drive. It's probably my favorite car. My grandparents still own it. They've got it for sale. They want me to buy it. I don't want to spend that kind of money on it because I'm saving up for other things. Right. So, you know, I've just kind of accepted the fact that one day, hopefully I will own either that vehicle or... Or another one just like it, right. but I just love and and when you hear it, like in idle, it's just it's like a golf cart. You know, it's so much fun to drive. So the gas, the um, what would you call it? So the Nozzle, gas tank here, in, yeah, where you, it's underneath the passenger seat. Is that what you? So said? the intake is the, the gas intake. tank is not, but the intake to the gas tank is right underneath. Because you know it's got it's a flat nose vehicle. Yeah. You know, so the the passenger seat, ever... the passenger and the driver sit on top of the two front wheels. Yeah. You know what I mean, like a like a flat nose bus. Right. So the battery's underneath the passenger seat. The gas cover is underneath the passenger seat, or on the passenger side, underneath right. the passenger seat. And it's it is a, it's such a cool such a cool little oh and it's got air conditioning too, full air conditioning, front for, for the front driver and passenger yeah but also it's got rear air uh-huh. all yeah. built into the roof, 
and it's a it's got a white top with a brown body on it, and so it just looks so cool, man. It looks so cool. It's a straight up pippy van, and it is so fun to drive. Yeah, where the gas intake, where you where you pump your gas, and they, you know, you, you think about all the places they put the gas. It kind of seems arbitrary to like, me. Like you know, <laughs> I don't know what cars is it's got the um, gas intake right there behind. You lift up the tag. Yes, yeah. And you lift it up and, and uh, put gas, in, you know, right there. Um, but you know, the car, just funny. the 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 car that I want. That's probably my favorite car, but the car that I really want is a Ford Raptor. Oh, is that what you want? Yeah, okay, yeah. I want a, I want a truck. We're, it's not that we're loyal to Ford, but we just have a lot of Ford vehicles and Ford, mainly trucks in the family. And so I want a Ford Raptor, but those jokers, a brand new one's like $75,000. Wow. So. Hey, I looked at one not too long ago. I was like, Wow. The used ones, wow. man, they hold their value. I was looking at one from 2015, and they were asking $54,000 for it. Crazy. I'm going, what in the name of Sam Hill? Yeah, it's just crazy. <clears throat> yeah, to be more specific on my car that I, I'm looking at, anywhere from 76, 77, 78, Nova, that, that age. Um, You're a Chevy guy, aren't you? You know what? I I was when I was younger. Yeah. Um, so you've I'm got a, a Ford a, van and a Chevy truck. No, I got a Ford truck. The Chevy and a truck Ford that truck. I'm using yeah. now is, is dad's. Uh, that's right. That's right. It, it is it, your dad's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got a Ford truck and a Ford van. Yeah. Yeah, dad's weird. But your but your brother yeah. is right. anti-Ford. Yeah, it's not necessarily is. that he's pro-Chevy. He's yeah. just anti-Ford. Yeah. But dad, dad was that same way. He was a Chevy guy for however long, and, and then well, he just... Your dad told me that he was more of a, a Chevy... He just leaned Chevy because there were some advantages with Chevy that the other brands didn't have. But then he started to develop some problems with Chevy, and then he became sort of brand neutral, but he found himself buying Ford trucks. That's what he told me. That's how he explained it to me. So it's not he that did. he's a Ford when guy. When he went and got a Ford truck, the very first one I, I remember him him getting, this was probably... 04, 05. This was 15 years ago. I was okay. like... What, what, that was what when they doing? changed the new body style. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? You, you got a Ford? Yeah. Cause I was, does he, he still have that truck? He does. I don't he's ever see the, it anymore. Uh, it's got racing stripes. Yes. It's a white truck with blue racing stripes. It's yes. awesome. It's, um, yeah, I like that truck. I mean, well, I, I like it. It, it. It's, it was different when he got it. It was, it was more, yeah, race looking, I guess, or whatever you want to say. And, um, but it was totally, it was just totally out of the norm against him. Against what he had yeah. always, you know, grew up, you know. He was a bow tie guy. Yeah. That Chevy gold bow tie yeah, I mean, is what he wanted. Right. So that that brings up a good point. Have you seen the new 2021 F-150? Yeah. They cha- they've changed the body style. That, well, they've changed a bunch of stuff right. other than just the body the body style. So I, I did a little bit of research on it. They changed every body panel on that thing. Did they? Every panel. Yeah. There's not a single panel on that body that is the same as the previous generation. But what's really I think interesting and I think is gonna set the tone for trucks down the road and the future of trucks, at least in America, they're offering a hybrid version. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a three I think it's a three six yeah, three six eco boost with 3.6 EcoBoost V6 with a 47-horsepower electric motor in it. Right. And that Joker has like a giant battery in it, too. Yeah. And in the tailgate, you can hook up. It's got four 110 outlets and one 220 outlet that you can hook up and basically power a whole tailgate with. I tell you, man. But it's all built into the truck. Yeah. The technology that... And I'm is, going, that's awesome. Yeah. Now it may be a little gimmicky, but 
I'm going, why hasn't anybody else done this? You know, that's going to make life so much easier. The evolution of where we we've come with on cars and trucks. I mean, just I guess just in general. Like you look at all the 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 just the. Well, I mean, take Tesla for instance. Systems in them. Tesla. I mean, there's the most advanced. I mean, Tesla's got a giant screen in it, and that's it. There are no buttons. You know. Right. That's what I'm saying. But eventually, that stuff will fail. You know what I'm saying? That's what worries me. Yeah. It'll eventually fail. So, you know. Or glitch out. Yeah. I think uh, we we know this. Stuff comes in cycles. Yeah. It goes in cycles. And I think eventually, again, we'll get to that point where we're using so much computerized stuff now in cars. But we'll, we'll go back away from that just a little bit. I'm not. I'm not saying it totally away from it, but just you know, because that's what the cars and stuff are run off nowadays. If something com- computerized goes out in it, you've got to go get it fixed, and you can't just take it to um, Billy Bob down the street and let him fix it. You've got to have a system to get that stuff going back up again. And the shoes going to be going back to the dealership. Well, they know that. Yeah, that's why they do it. Right. You know. So, that is true. Have, have you is. seen the Model Three, the Tesla Model Three? I haven't. There's not even there aren't even air vents. Well, I mean, there's an air vent, but you can't like control it with your hand. Yeah. You know how you can move them right. in most vehicles now. Yeah, no, it's it's just one giant open thing on the dash that you control with your screen. Right. And that's all you've got. You've got your steering wheel, your turn signal knob, and your screen. Right. You don't even have inside the car you have to push a button to open the door. It's not there's not even a handle. Yeah. So it's so, you know, Tesla is so technology focused. It's and then and then you go to companies like so have you seen all these small trucks? These small like quarter ton, half ton trucks that yeah. are flat nosed and you know Angel's got one. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Then you've got Things like that, they're not fancy at all. They've got a bench seat in them. They're manual transmission, four or five-speed manual transmission. They might have a dump bed on them. Yeah. And they're not even legally allowed to go on the interstate. So yeah. you go from that, where there's not a single piece of screen or navigation anywhere in that thing, to a Tesla, and you've got everywhere and everything in between. I think, you know, you will always have the option to get something that is very not completely lacking of computer technology, but has very little of it. Right. Or you can go the complete opposite direction and go the Tesla route and get something that's all technology, all computer. Right. I don't know. The future of cars is kind of interesting because America is such a unique car culture. You know, a lot of other countries around the world, especially Europe and Eastern Asia, is so public transportation focused. In America... We're we're definitely a car culture. Yeah, no, not to that, say that we no don't use public it. transportation, but like where you and I live, out in the middle of nowhere, the only way to get somewhere is with a car. Oh yeah, a car is everything. Yeah, it's definitely not by bicycle. Yeah, it's not by bike. It's not by public transportation, by a bus or a subway. Yeah, you know, I had a teacher one time that told me her aunt and uncle lived in New York City and they didn't have a driver's license. And when I found that out, I'm going, well, how do they get, get anywhere? Well, everything's right there that they, you know. And that's what they said. They, she said they've got a Metro card or a whatever, you know, the subway that yeah. they get on the subway with. And then they walk everywhere. Right. They don't have to. They take a taxi, take the subway, or walk. Yeah. And it's in New York City, so literally every, anywhere they need to go, it's on the island right. there in Manhattan where they live. And to and that is just such a foreign like concept to me because I can't believe that there are people out there that don't have driver's licenses that can get away with living without a car. But there are people that haven't had these experiences. There are people that are our age, Brandon. Not only do they not know how to drive a manual transmission vehicle, they don't know how to drive a vehicle at all. Oh, I knew I knew some. One lived right here, or was in my family on my dad's side. Really? Yeah. How did they get anywhere? It was his, my dad's aunt. She never had a driver's license. She never drove a car. What? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, you're gonna have and to elaborate. She was, she was in her. Um, I mean, she was well into her, uh, you know, seventies and eighties. I mean, never. She went her whole life, pretty much. Because you got to think about, you know, when she was born, there weren't hardly any cars at that point anyway in existence. Yeah. So and they were still, you know, uh, horse and carriage for you know a long time. For a long time, even even you know, well into probably the some a little bit of the twenties and thirties, probably you know. So well around here, yeah. When she got married, what the thing was, you know, her husband, you know, he had of course a driver license and all that stuff, but he drove everywhere. He 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 did everything with a car. She just never, you know, just never got one. You know, never had a need to never get one, had I a guess. need to get to one. Yeah. So, and she pretty you know, through the rest of her life, you know, that's just basically it. But well, I mean, when you look at what the car has done to America, the car was not invented in America. All right. You know, it was invented in Germany. You know, Daimler and Otto, they they had a lot to do with that. But, you know, I think the manufacturing of the vehicle was definitely perfected in America. You can't talk about cars and not talk about Henry Ford. Oh, yeah, no. You could, I don't care if you're anti-Ford. You can be anti-Ford all you want to. But, guys, without Henry Ford, we don't have cheap, accessible vehicles for the masses. Yeah, the Model T, baby. Exactly. You can have it in any color as long as it's black. Right. You know, so, which is one of my favorite sayings. Henry Ford, despite some of his personal beliefs and and actions and personality, he changed the way cars changed America, really. Yeah. And I, I really don't think America's America without the car. You know, you look at so much about American culture is about the American car. Chevrolet, Ford, Dodge. You know, those three names right there are huge. It's hard to think about that we've only had the car exist just a little bit over 100 years. I know. It's crazy. And now, you know, like in the state of Alabama, they make... (laughs) In Alabama, we make Hondas, Mercedes... Mazdas and Toyotas. Yeah. Just over the border in Georgia, they make Kias. Now we've kind of transitioned to okay, you've got all these foreign car companies making cars in the United States. Mm-hmm. Are these foreign car companies that are making these cars in the U.S. are they technically American cars? Would you would you call them American car companies? Probably not. Because a lot of Ford, a lot of Ford's vehicles, most of GM's and Dodge's vehicles are made in Mexico or Canada or wherever. They're not even made in the U.S. Yeah. You know, the F-150 is made in the U.S. F-150 is made in Michigan and Kentucky. But a lot of GM especially make their cars in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you know, when it comes to being... I like our stuff to be USA product made. That's always what I like. But I, I know that even even if it's made here, where are the parts and everything coming from also? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where are they being made? I, I think a lot of it has been shipped back into the U.S. from other areas. And then it's made. So what's more American, a Ford SUV or a Honda Odyssey built in Lincoln, Alabama? A Ford Edge with parts from Mexico and Canada built in Mexico or a Honda Odyssey built in Lincoln, Alabama with parts from Gadsden and Montgomery. Oh, Hyundai. Hyundai's another one that they make in Alabama too. Hyundai. Yeah, not Honda. Hyundai. Uh, The Odyssey. So is it an American car brand? Is Honda an American car brand then? Yeah, I think that's where you getting you getting. I, I don't know. I, oh, it's just a question I, know, I won't answer. I know. You know, it's just a question I like to think about. You know, what's more American, Ford or Honda? Yeah. Not I that think, Honda doesn't have factories in other countries. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not like they're going to make everything in the U.S. and ship it all over the world. That'd be expensive. Right. But, and you know, they are a Japanese car company. Yeah. But when you think about the impact that car companies have had, not just cars, I think it's. I don't know. I think it's interesting. You look at the Dodge minivan, caravan, whatever you want to call it. Saved Dodge from bankruptcy. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, dad, dad would dad, your dad will disagree with me on that, but I stand that. by that analysis. <laughs> he thinks it's the K car. Right. I think it's the Dodge Caravan. We've had that discussion We've, for sure. Yeah, and it yeah. got heated. But, yeah. you know, he has his opinion. I have my opinion. Right. And he's probably yelling at you right now. He probably is. And guess yeah. what? Keep on yelling, Mickey. Right. Keep right. on yelling, brother. But we've got to wrap this up. So let's go ahead and talk about what our recommendations are. I told you earlier that I had bought a book. Yes. It has been shipped to me now. So you haven't, you I haven't should indulged. Made, I might receive it today. Uh-huh. Um, I'm waiting to uh, read it. Um, it is called Yo Mama Wasn't a Monkey. Written, written by who's the author? Um, you know what? That's a, uh, that's what I don't know. Um, I heard this this book. Let me go look. And guys, this. all these cars and recommendations, we'll put those in the show notes, so you can check the show notes out if you want links to to all that. Let me. Uh, your mama's not a monkey. Why did you purchase this book? Wasn't a monkey. Your mama wasn't a monkey. Why um, did you purchase this book? And what is this book about? Basically saying your mama wasn't a monkey. Uh, so it's you that straightforward. A, you weren't. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, that you. We didn't come from monkeys. Um, you know what? So it's so it's refuting evolution. Yes. yes and natural selection. Yeah. I'm basically saying that God created us. He's the creator of us. Mm-hmm. Not 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 evolution. What um, do you say to those people that argue that God used natural selection and evolution to create man? I guess this is probably addressed in the book, but I'm just wondering what you think about that. Uh, this is a major subject to get on, to get into at the end I of an episode, but, we could, but keep you know, it quick and, and just... Basically, read your Bible, and if, if you believe in Him and you have faith in Him, that He created all of us, that's the only thing I can really you know say at this point. We can get into a whole another discussion. You've got to read the book first. You've got to read the book first, is basically. So, yeah. my recommendation... Is kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum of that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to recommend that that people go out and watch a TV show called Dark. You know what? I may have made this recommendation already. I can't remember. Uh, I don't think you have. But this TV show is a Netflix original. Yeah. It's in German. It's a German TV show. So all the actors are German. They speak German. Now, there is an English dub, or you can watch... Subtitles, which is what I choose to do. Right. I, watch, I watch subtitles. But basically the concept of the show is that there's this town in Germany, kids go missing, and there's time travel involved. And then there are three seasons. The third season premiered today on Netflix. So I highly recommend you check it out because it deals a lot with creation death yeah who created what how how does science and faith intersect family the family dynamic and and it gets weird let me just put it to you this way okay yeah. it gets it gets out there but it also makes you think right really really think and it gets heavy into time travel and so it's technically a sci-fi series but it doesn't really feel sci-fi-ish uh-huh it doesn't have like that neon steam or cyberpunk feel to it. It's, and this it's, is on it's what? What is this on? Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's okay. a Netflix TV show. Okay. Netflix original. It's just called Dark. Hmm. And it can, it gets very cerebral, very high-minded. Yeah. So you have to really pay attention. But it is, it makes you think. It makes you think about how you got here, right. what had to happen to to bring you here as a human, and what your role is in bringing other humans into existence and what their lives, how their lives play out. So it's a really, really cool TV show. I highly recommend it. I don't know how it ends because I've only watched two episodes of season three. Mm-hmm. But from what I've read review-wise, both audience scores and critics have said the ending is amazing. One of the greatest, some people have said it's one of the greatest endings in all of sci-fi TV show history. We'll see. I'll, I'll decide that for myself but apparently it's great so that's my recommendation the author the author was i knew it i just can't remember tex cyrus is his name what tex like in texas t-e-x 
Tex? Cyrus. Cyrus, as in Cyrus the Great, the Emperor of Persia? C-Y-R-U-S? Yes. Awesome. Okay, Tex Cyrus. Cyrus Your mama wasn't a monkey. Your mama wasn't a monkey. That could be a song. It it probably is. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So. Um, So, awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, we've got to roll on out of this episode. Enjoyed it, Brandon. As I do usual. too. I do too. We'll we'll, we'll we're have, getting near the the end of the uh, end of this season. See, end a couple of season more two. episodes, and we're we've got done two with more this episodes yeah. after then, this. Uh, so stay with us and yeah. keep listening. And um, look, all you can do is if you, if you ain't got nothing to do and you're bored out your mind, just uh, talk or go home. <laughs> Was that good? Was that a good ending? Yeah. I changed it up. Yeah. That's good. I like changing it.